This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello. Welcome to This Day in History class, where we flip through the book of history and bring you a new page every day. Today is July 1st, 2019. The day was July 1st, 1960. The new constitution of Ghana went into effect, transforming the country from one with a parliamentary system to one with a republican form of government. The Republic of Ghana was formally proclaimed, and Prime Minister Kwame Nkrumah was inaugurated as president. Before independence, Ghana was known as the Gold Coast, a British colony. The British exploited and exported the resources in the Gold Coast, including gold, diamonds, ivory, cocoa, timber, and manganese. As this economy developed, it supported the construction of harbors, railways, roads, schools, and hospitals. European interference in the economics and politics of the region had broken down the traditional social order of the groups there. But by the end of World War II, people had begun protesting for more autonomy from the British. Sentiments of nationalism had reached a peak, and movements developed in opposition to colonial administration with the goal of independence. A moderate party called the United Gold Coast Convention, or UGCC, formed in 1947 to pursue constitutional reform and eventual self-government. Kwame Nkrumah was the general secretary of the party, but in 1949, he split with the UGCC and formed the Revolutionary Convention People's Party, or CPP. Nkrumah and the CPP called for self-government now, and it gained widespread popular support. In 1950, the CPP began a campaign of so-called positive action, encouraging nonviolent resistance and strikes against colonial authorities. Nkrumah was soon arrested and imprisoned for a sedition, but the CPP won a majority of the seats in the first elections for the Legislative Assembly, and Nkrumah was released from prison to become the leader of government business. In 1952, Nkrumah became the first Prime Minister of the Gold Coast. In 1956, the British Togoland Trust Territory integrated with the Gold Coast. And on March 6, 1957, after centuries of being a center for the export of enslaved people and then being subject to European control, the Gold Coast gained its independence from Britain and became an independent, self-governing member of the Commonwealth of Nations. The country was renamed Ghana. It was the first Black sub-Saharan country in colonial Africa to achieve independence. Nkrumah was a Marxist and Pan-Africanist, and he viewed the independence of Ghana as an important step for the entire continent of Africa. Though his rule was increasingly regarded as authoritarian, he improved infrastructure and social conditions in Ghana. The working class was thriving, but the country was still an independent constitutional monarchy, with Queen Elizabeth II as its head of state. In April of 1960, a plebiscite, or constitutional referendum, took place on the issue of Ghana becoming a republic. About 88% of the voters supported the change. Nkrumah was elected president of the republic, with 89% of the vote. He was inaugurated on July 1, 1960, when the new constitution of Ghana went into effect. 
Ghana became a republic in the Commonwealth of Nations. Though Nkrumah had support initially, people began to resent him and the administration, which was suffering under debt and corruption. There were several assassination attempts on the president's life. Four years after Ghana became a republic and Nkrumah was elected president, a constitutional amendment made Ghana a one-party state and Nkrumah declared himself life president of the country and the party. But as Nkrumah tried to advance his vision of a united Africa and empowered activists, the economy and living standards in Ghana suffered and opposition to the regime grew. In February of 1966, while the president was visiting China, Nkrumah's government was overthrown by a coup of the Ghana Armed Forces. The National Liberation Council took over the government and suspended the constitution. Nkrumah found refuge in Guinea. Until 1981, when Jerry Rawlings came to power, Ghana's government saw many coups and alternating military and civilian regimes. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have any burning questions or comments to tell us, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at T-D-I-H-C Podcast. You can subscribe to This Day in History class on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.